Hello listeners and welcome to The Snippet, the hair podcast where you can learn everything you need to know to get the hair you've always wanted. Join your hosts, Sarah and Ashley from Bar Care in Brisbane as we navigate the world of hair. This is The Snippet. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to The Snippet. Um, I am Sarah, and I'm here with... Ashley. Oh, sorry, that was a bit early. (laughs) Just two ahead. Just two teams. We just sound like really authentic because we totally stuffed up the introduction, but that's cool. (laughs) We can't all be perfect. So, So here we are. We're back for another episode, and today we're going to be talking about um, all things sort of small foils so Mm -hmm. feature foils money pieces face framing highlight fashion tones that sort of thing so let's kind of get started with like Ashley do you do a lot of these um you know a little little bit of backstory about me and feature foils is that when I first started doing foils on the floor I was I never liked doing feature foils because I was concerned and I guess we're gonna probably touch base on this in this episode but I was like how many do I do do I just stop when I get to that number and I was like, mm. where should they go? And like, very confusing. But to answer your question, honestly, not too many. Now that money pieces have come very into fashion, mm. I would say, yes, they're definitely creeping in there. But it's not something that I personally opt for feature foils. I mm. tend to do a little bit more foiling. Um, but I have a lot of clients that just usually want to be very blonde. So it's not really something yeah. that I need to do. But yeah, what about you, Seth? Oh, yeah, I do heaps. Um, I guess because I charge more money because I am, along with a few others, uh, the most expensive stylist in the salon. Yep. And I'm a very experienced colorist. So uh, color is probably the thing I like doing the most, but mm-hmm. I tend to do more. Probably if you listen to my last episode, you're saying that you might have uh, thought that because I don't actually like natural hair on myself, I don't do a lot of natural hair, but I actually do. Yeah, I would say you do. Yeah, yeah a lot of also like people color. pay for your experience as well. So you yeah. have a lot of clients that even though I'm going to say boring color as your natural colors, it's <laughs> yeah, it's still, you know, experience is key. Yeah, so I think because that I tend to be a little bit more creative in how I make that natural color kind of go. So for me, feature foils are probably one of my go-tos because it means I can do like a little bit of something and like I'm pretty good at placement and knowing where to put them so that you get the most bang for your buck, I guess. Mm-hmm. And because I tend to do a lot more like full coloring, you know, all over dark or red or blonde or whatever I do a lot more all over color feature foils are a great way to like break up a color if you're going for natural um they're a really great way to go for natural highlights I guess without going too crazy with your blonde so you still look like a brunette but you've got a little bit of something going on um so that's probably the main thing I use my feature foils for but I have been doing a lot I like I've been doing a lot of money pieces recently and I didn't yes. think I'd be really into that um but I love them yeah absolutely and I think no matter the age of the person mm. people might not call them the same thing I definitely have a few clients that maybe just like get their like you know they're fully gray or whatever and we just color it they don't say look I want a money piece I want to be trendy 
They mm-hmm. say, how can I help my grades around my hairline? They're growing, you know, can we put a few foils? Like it's their suggestion. Yeah. They've obviously just seeing these things on the internet. So I guess that's the thing about feature foils is that there's only a couple foils, but they can be done in many different ways. To kind of explain what feature foils are, yes. because not every salon will call them that. Like that's what we mm. call them here at Bark. But feature foils is like it says, it's a feature piece. So sometimes it's just like they're scattered as like a few little like lighter pieces that you're doing um sometimes it's a money piece now i actually don't know and i could not find why it's actually called a money piece Hmm. but i everyone's just picked up on it (laughs) yeah but a money piece is where you've got like sort of more of like a block of color that's lighter or a different color around your face so it tends to be it's like a little bit like the sort of 90s trend slash early 2000s trend which i actually myself had Mine was orange, of course, because I don't do natural. But it was like a big, like, chunk at the front that just sort of sat from your part at the front there. Um, Mine was, like, super chunky. And actually, the super chunky ones are kind of in at the moment. So They are. My, like, 2003 hair is, like, super fashionable right now, which is kind of weird but also cool. But you can also do them a little bit smaller. So a lot of the sort of balayages that are a lot darker at the back now have this, like, really, really, really Mm -hmm. bright blonde piece at the front and that's done with foils rather than freehand painting because as we were talking about last time um, and if you haven't listened to our balayage episode I highly recommend you go back and listen to that after this freehand painting is a lot warmer and more sort of it looks a lot more natural whereas you want that really like obvious pop of color so we do yeah so that we can get the lightness in there Mm, definitely well I just googled let me tell you why it is called a money piece it basically Basically, it starts off like that. Basically, if Beyonce is doing it, it's got to be left. Right. Okay. Um, The money piece, a.k.a. face framing highlights, is named for the expensive and glamorous look this technique gives to you. Right. Okay. Oh, like you said, it achieves when a balayage balayage is at the front to give a more lighter, natural shade. Yeah. Like, so, yeah, Iris doesn't answer the question of, like, where money comes from but everyone keeps relating it back to Beyonce did so did she say it I don't know I don't know I don't really like sacrilegious guys but sorry I don't actually like Beyonce's music that much so what I mean I'm not really her religiously (laughs) (laughs) I mean single ladies is okay I guess on the dance floor but like mm, no I don't really follow Beyonce so sorry please don't come for me um (laughs) so yeah you said before that salons do things differently I know it is very common for salons to charge by the foil which I don't personally would have any clients that would ask for like one or two foils um they definitely leave it up to me to decide like you know they tell me what they want and it's sort of my direction I guess maybe do you Sarah doing a bit more like creative coloring do people come in requesting one or two foils is that a thing I think that's a thing that people ask for but it's also a kind of a bit a little pet peeve of mine is the per foil thing because mm. I actually think it it's kind of just a cheeky way for you to come in and spend money at those salons. And, like, this is just my opinion. And, you know, if you've been to one of those salons and you really love that, that's great. Um, I don't have a problem with that. But for me personally, I actually think that one or two foils is not really possible to give you that. Like, because 
like yeah I can make it look like there's one foil but that's like a really I can do it in like a big chunk yeah. tiny pieces but actually to get the best results you're going to have more foils and finer sections so they end like sort of back to back and you might actually be end up having like 10 foils but it's like two pieces well that's it you can only go so far with like a foil section like it can't be like the biggest chunk in the world because like that's not actually in my opinion going to look really good so I actually think that you are better off like for us like we say a feature foils because it is a feature of your color it's not sort of everywhere it's like a specific sort of feature and yes that might just be through the top I've got some scattered blonde pieces or it might be I've got the whole front kind of thickly lightened or it's like blonde or it's purple or I've got a piece on the side that's purple or a piece underneath that's purple or I've got like you know a couple of different colors in there like I have a couple of clients that I do feature foils for that actually do just do some really chunky blonde foils because they want maximum color with minimum foil but if I do one it really doesn't look like anything like you need a couple for that to really have an impact so it just lets us have a bit of creativity with like maybe we're only doing two pieces but actually we need to do a couple more foils in there so that those pieces really have impact so that's why we kind of go by feature foils and it's not a specific number of foils I was gonna ask do you have a go-to number no, I suppose like our guide for us in the background, like behind the scenes, is sort of 10 ish. Mm-hmm. But if I'm doing short hair, maybe I would do 15 because, you know, you're using a lot less product and you need them to be finer so that they don't yep. look spotty. So I don't have a specific number. It's more about time and product than number of foils because, you know, like maybe I'm doing less with a feature, like a, you know, a couple of like purple pieces, but actually it takes more effort to get them to look like that. So whereas, you know, it takes me like five seconds, not literally, I'm pretty (laughs) quick, but not quite that quick, you know, to put a couple of blonde foils through the part and it doesn't take a lot of product because you're doing the regrowth. So I don't know. I think it's very individual, which is the beauty of it. But um, that's why we kind of can't give you a specific, like, what a feature foils is. Because it's it's really, yeah, it's a feature. It's how you want it to be. It's creative. Mm, Definitely. Um, Talking about money pieces, though, they can be done through, like, a scalp bleach, like, completely bleaching Mm. the hair. I personally, unless you're looking for such a bold statement, I never usually opt for that. Exactly like you said, you're creating the look of a big chunk Mm-hmm. That's a dirty word in the hair world, but a big I know we hate foil. it, don't we? <laughs> <laughs> by doing lots of nice finer foils, so yeah. it seems so silly, but it grows out a little bit nicer. It's not so solid. It is. Um, you can get the same sort of effect. Yeah, the only time I would sort of go for the bleach on the scalp in just the chunk at the front would be if you were very brave. If you probably thought about it a lot, it's not yes. your first rodeo. Um, yep. And yeah, even especially if you wanted to do a bright color. Yeah. Um, you need well, to when I did my money piece many a year ago, um, in fact, that was a really long time ago, like 18 years ago. So um, that was a scalp bleach at the front with black at the back. Yep. Like I think we've all established here that I like a pretty bold color. So I um, I didn't mind that. That was pretty fun. Talking about your experiences, money pieces were definitely like they're a thing before and they've just sort of resurfaced. And I'm going to give my friend Lindsay a shout out because it is hilarious. She loved to color her hair 
herself and you know it always looked great but she used to bleach these two front strands of her hair and you know it was a vibe back then but it was always a bit weird and I think she just did it because that's the easiest part of your hair to bleach Mm -hmm. and then for a couple years like ago we were like that was the most funniest thing you've ever done that was awful and now we laugh about it to this day because it is so on trend mm-hmm. and we, you know only like yeah a couple of years ago we were telling each other how horrible that was and like how funny that she did that like because why would you do that and now it is literally the most famous thing on the internet <laughs> see it is this is the thing about fashion is that it all comes around so it does like I'm like looking at these pictures of me when I was first an apprentice and being like, oh my God, those haircuts are like so terrible. And then I come back and they're like really back in fashion again now. Like mullets were such a thing when I first started. Like it was all these like, obviously with lots of GHDs, which these days like curly mullet is more of a thing. But back then it was like straightened within an inch of its life because GHDs had like just come out. But it was like, you know, you'd have like, what's this? Like maybe 10 centimeter long layers on the top mm. that your hair would be like you know it'd be really light like these really long hair and it'd yeah. be like textured to everything like yeah like super and long just- like halfway down your back and then these like really super short layers and then you'd like straighten it out and then spike the top up and wear it really messy with these like shaggy fringes and I like you know Five years ago, I was like, oh, my God, that would never come back in fashion. That's so embarrassing. No one would ever wear their hair like that. Yeah, and, like, shag haircuts, like, in the yes. 70s, that was, like, such a thing. But you know and what, now- though? I feel like they gently changed the name of things. So maybe when the money piece was in fashion then, like, it didn't have a name. People were just kind of, like, doing it themselves. Mm-hmm. Um, same with, like, the mullet. Like, mullet has always been a scary word, and now all of a sudden we're calling it the shag. More appropriate for curly hair. So yes. it looks very natural. It doesn't look like the mullet that you think of when you think of mullet. No, that's true. Actually, but it is cut like a mullet. So that's the thing. It's like. This is like, um, just because we like a little bit of, you know, um, plugging in this uh, podcast here. I write a blog for the salon, everyone, every month. Um, that is on our website, barcare.com.au. And last month I did one on layers um, mm-hmm. called Layer Up. And uh, I talk about that, like how that sort of mullet shag has had a real like transformation. And now, you know, like back in the 80s, it was like, you know, like half shaved at the front and these long backs. And honestly, I still see them around the shop sometimes. But now, like, it's kind of cool. You can have some like really groovy mullets that are not those like full on 80s style mullets. They're like back in. So not that we're supposed to be talking about mullets today, but anyway. (laughs) You know, off off topic, back on topic. topic. (laughs) Well, should we sort of discuss who should get feature foils or if, you know, someone – I guess it's hard because feature foils are always a type of service, not that it's hidden, but everyone jumps to, like, the half head or the full head or even a quarter head. If people were out there listening, Sarah, who do you think will – how do you how do you know if you need feature foils? I think the reason we don't have so feature foils isn't actually an option that you can pick on our booking system online. Really? And the reason that it's not that is because it is pretty specific. So I think mm. you don't I don't think that you will know if you need feature foils. I think this is something that your hairdresser has to recommend to you. Yeah. But 
if you've listened to this and you think that what you want falls into one of these categories, you can certainly bring it up with your hairdresser and say, hey, I don't think I need a quarter head of foils. I think I need like, I just want some foils around my face. So face framing foils versus money piece foils is I think personally that a money piece is a little bit more intense. It's a little bit bolder, whereas face foils is still those foils around your face and mostly sort of focused around your hairline, but they're a little bit softer there's maybe a few less so yes it's a little bit brighter around your face but it's certainly still soft and natural looking um and that's where feature foils are really good too if you just want a bit of brightness like ashley was saying with people that want to blend their grays at the front like you can you can definitely you know with your hairdresser if you've got a really good relationship with your hairdresser which hopefully if you're listening to this you'll might have seen us somewhere or been into the salon Mm -hmm. at some stage to visit us like you should have a good enough relationship with us we hope that you can actually just say to us hey I just think that we need a little bit less I want it more focused in an area um and you know be able to share that with your hairdresser you don't So I think that's sort of, you can kind of know it's out there and say, I don't want a lot of color. I think that I want like, you know, just a little bit of foiling and then we can recommend to feature foils to you. But I think it's really hard because it's one of those things because because we know how many foils we think you'll need to get the look that you want. I think it's better for you to have a think about what you want and then talk to us and then for us to recommend it to you because we'll be able to say because you might actually need a quarter head of foils because if you want it to, you know, some money pieces go like the whole way around the head and like sort of at the back as well and you definitely will need more foils. So, you know, I think talk to your hairdresser. We know what we're talking about mostly. (laughs) We'll give you the guidance. Yeah. Right. Is there anything else you want to touch on before we end this episode, Seth? No. Like, feature foils was always going to be a short one because, honestly, there's not really much to say about it beyond that we want to explain what money pieces are. (laughs) Yeah, basically. Um, I think... It's also a really good thing um, if you're if you want to try something a little bit different, like if you want to have a kind of fashion color like a pink or a blue or a purple or, you know, an orange or just even like a really like a bold blonde piece or even a really bold like caramel piece, you know, like Any having color. something a bit more structured. Um, Another thing you can try, which is not foil related, is having like a temporary sort of extensions in there so you can see whether you actually like it before you commit to it. Because obviously lightening your hair will, to some extent, damage your hair. Um, It's pretty much impossible to lighten your hair without doing any damage to your hair. It doesn't have to be intense damage, but it is going to be a little bit of something. So if you're not sure that you want to do that, if you're worried about your hair's condition, but you want to try something, that's a really good way because if you don't like it, you can take them out, no big deal. And if you do like it and you want it more permanently, then we can try lightening it or like putting that color in that you're not too sure about. Um, I think that's also something, you know, we don't sort of talk about extensions much like that. You know, we sort of all think that extensions are going to be things that are like sort of mermaid hair down to your waist. But actually, it's really good to try out things like color that you're not really sure about in little pieces and see if you like it. Yeah. I don't know if you're hinting at anything, Sarah, or... Would I be hinting? I don't know. I don't know. I guess you'll have to stay tuned. Stay tuned, guys. (laughs) (laughs) But I think if you want something bold, definitely ask for something like a money piece or a nice, like, feature piece at the side. But also, if you just want to break up your solid colour, 
ask for a couple of foils to see if you can just have a bit of variation in there and you know give yourself it doesn't even have to be that light it can just be a little bit lighter or even a little bit darker foils don't have to be light that's the thing feature foils you could have like red or black or just a different colored brown and it just give you some variation in your color so you know talk to your hairdresser and get a bit creative perfect Will do. <laughs> so in the meantime, make sure you are following us on all of our socials. So we're on Instagram at Bark Hair. We're on Facebook uh, also at Bark Hair. We have our uh, um, podcast email. Did I talk about that already? At um, no. barkhairpodcast at gmail.com. And we have our website, uh, barkhair.com. And you can also call us in the salon on double three six eight three double five two. Perfect. We'll see you next episode. Next time we're going to be talking about foils in general and Mm. more sort of focusing on that sort of blonde slash, you know, lighter kind of hair um, with the foils. So make sure you're following us on your favourite podcast app so you don't miss out on any episodes and we will see you next time. for listening to The Snippet. The Snippet is hosted and produced by Sarah Mackay and Ashley Lockie for Bark Hair. Recording, editing, mixing and sound by Sarah Mackay. The Snippet theme song is by Jock Mackay. For more episodes, find us on Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio or the Acast app. For more about Bark Hair or to make an appointment, head to barkhair.com.au. See you next time. Thank you.